0: and dude then they were sitting on the couch like talking about wedding stuff talking about girl stuff I sat on the couch in silence <laughs> <laughs> ashamed I was ashamed <laughs> I was watching a tennis match that had already been on that morning it was replaying and I was sitting there watching it in silence unable to kind of make small talk and keep it light the way I Man, typically can
1: you guys sent me a picture of that hang and I was like damn I wish I were there that looks fun boy was I wrong <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast.
1: All right, lots to unpack here.
0: I got something for you.
1: Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea.
0: (laughs) Dude, this guy was a huge turkey.
1: What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it.
0: No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Oops! The Podcast. My name is Julio Gallarotti. I'm sitting here next to the man himself, Francis Ellis. Here we go. How are you doing?
1: I've got a big announcement. Really? Something big happened. What? Something big came in the mail.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, wow. I know where this is going.
1: Do you know where this is going? Does it have
0: to do with the court? Court? The courts?
1: Please take notice that your small claim case... Yes has been scheduled for June 17th 2022 wow. at 11am in part 45 small claims room 353 for pretrial conference. June 17th? Are you around? Yeah. Fuck yes.
0: <laughs> Dude, you bet your fucking ass.
1: I filed this 11am like mm, 2 years ago. <laughs>
0: I thought for
1: sure they had lost it. I thought there was no chance this was happening.
0: Dude, this is amazing. I
1: can't believe it. This is
0: amazing. For those
1: of you who have been listening to Oops! The Podcast for a long time, this is my court date for my fight against my former landlord who never gave me back my security deposit. And we are finally going to court.
0: This is amazing. I am
1: so excited.
0: So, okay. So I'm uh, so
1: excited and so confident, in fact, that I might consider that we go shopping for the suit that I should wear, (laughs) which we will pay for with our expected winnings. Can I come? Of course you're coming.
0: No, I want to come to the fitting for the suit as well.
1: I don't know if I should actually do that. I still think there's a
0: chance that I don't win. You're going to fucking win,
1: dude. I better win.
0: Dude, I cannot wait. This is oh so old.
1: This happened so long ago that I have to now re-familiarize myself with what happened. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't even remember. That's how they get you. I'm going to have to like go back and print out the, all the email exchanges, all the pictures, all the proof, all the stuff. And try to remember it so that I can present it to the judge in as concise and uh, you know well said a manner as possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, listen. There's a lot on the line here. Even though this is sort of like a sunk cost in your brain, just think about the like how hard this can contribute to your honeymoon, dude.
1: Dude, the the amount of money is is very serious. Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm you know I'm glad I've hung on all this time um you know we we went through the saga of potentially doing it on the people's court which (laughs) sadly uh my landlord did not want to do understandably i was excited as hell to do it that way but now we're going to get a chance to do it this way the the old-fashioned way small small claims court i i don't know if it's open for people but um i suspect i suspect it is i don't know either way you should come i'm coming I just put you it on my calendar. Definitely come. I'll be there. Um, and then we're gonna do it. Yeah. Big, big. Incredible. Wow, dude. Incredible. I cannot wait.
0: I can't wait to hear a ruling in favor of Francis Ellis and the entire amount and then the the gavel. Is that what dude, it's called?
1: Yeah. <sighs> I think we I think if we win, we we go to a nightclub. <laughs> okay. And just ball, ball out the fuck out. yeah. Right. Or we get tickets to the NBA Finals.
0: I mean, that would be sick, too.
1: For all the boys. The whole <laughs> Team Oops podcast goes to the NBA Finals. Now, the problem is, I, I, think, game, yeah. I think game six is the day before the the hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I think game six is the day before the hearing. So, again, the question remains, how confident are we? <laughs> how confident are we could i get a lawyer to represent me for fun uh and for like maybe free exposure to their law firm who could basically tell me on a level of certainty how likely we are to win this case
0: yeah i thought you've already done that
1: well i have done i had spoken to a lawyer but uh that was again so long ago Mm -hmm. that I, i don't even remember who it
0: was yeah
1: But if we could get a lawyer to be like, yeah, you're 99.9% going to win this case. We buy our NBA finals tickets. We collect our check from a small claims court. We ball out uh, at the Celtics game, game six. Hopefully they win the title that night and just be the the sickest thing ever.
0: That would be sick, Dad.
1: All right. That's that's, that's a dream. We'll see if we can make it This is
0: great. This has been one of our... Okay, the other item that people have been asking about that we need an update on, and I think, unfortunately, I know what the update is, the boots. Were you ever yeah, the able? The boots
1: to, are the boots are the boots are dead, toast. man. I, as far as I, you know, that guy went home and is now fighting Ukraine.
0: <laughs> the boots have a new identity. That
1: boot man, that cobbler, it was Russian and he was a bad guy. <laughs> he was a sleeper cell. He was here oh, passing man. secrets.
0: Fucking Russians. Like, have
1: you ever seen um, the Good Shepherd? I have. That's a great movie. It was a good one. Super confusing. It was good. You gotta watch that three or four times. I don't remember what happened, but I remember it. Syriana is also like that. Super confusing the, uh, movie. There's a lot going on. But a great man. movie. And and in, in Good Shepherd, you know, they had these uh you know, they had these people that had, you know, fake jobs, but that were actually operatives for CIA right. and, and KGB and stuff, and but it, they'd always go meet them at like bookstores yeah and they'd be the bookkeeper, but really they were passing secrets or whatever.
0: This is the problem with spies is that like they're so good at it that like people won't believe you that you're not one, just in case someday somebody thinks you're a spy, this guy that I know uh, he he was in Libya having having a good time, and apparently he he like went down south, which is sort of like ungoverned or something, flew back to Tripoli, where the police stopped him. And he ended up being, getting detained for like a month and a half. You mentioned that. And it's like scary. But like this guy was like, he's like, dude, I'm not a fucking spy, but he had like a couple of passports and they're like, what were you doing down there? In the group that I'm in, everyone was shaming him for being reckless. But he said to me that he in fact was not being reckless and that it's just a thing that could happen. You got to be careful. And I'm like, damn dude, that's like pretty fucked up. But to your point, you just never know when somebody's a spy. You know what I mean? Right. Anybody could be a spy. Do you think you know any spies? I don't know, probably not. Do you think you know spies? Um,
1: I do. I think. I think I know. I think I know somebody who's in intelligence. Yeah, because because but is of,
0: that a spy or is that just somebody who's well, in intelligence? Let's put it this way. Like, great, I think I maybe know a couple people like that.
1: I know somebody. I know. I know at least one person who, uh, who was at Harvard who studied Arabic. I don't want to draw too many lines to him. I, I don't think I am at all. But like that doesn't. He studied that- Arabic and then he moved to Washington D.C. after school. And then I asked him what he does, and he says, "I work in Washington D.C." And I say, "What do you do?" And he goes, "Uh, I work for I'm not. You know, I go. I said I don't know. It, it eventually came out. He was like, "I can't really tell you." And I yeah. was like, "Do you work for the CIA?" And he goes, "No, I don't work for the CIA." he goes, well, I go, well, why can't you tell me? he goes, well, if I told you, it would make it harder for me to rise at my job.
0: Mm, okay. Fair. Yeah. Which some sort of is
1: intelligent. I mean, it's NSA or it's CIA or it's something like that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just one of those things where I think that the more people that, that know, the the less there is available for them to do in their work. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Which is really cool.
0: Um, That is pretty cool. I think
1: that's really cool.
0: Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. So I'm planning another sort of like trip. Yeah, Um, It's not going to be anything too intense. But, you know, something quick, it's just like a quick one and try to, you know, keep the momentum rolling uh, from the Iraq video. That's actually doing quite well uh, for all intents and purposes. And given sort of like the platform it's on, it's sort of like done. It's performing well, Hell yeah, which is nice. Um, So anyway, I'm going to Central America and told my parents, obviously, like, and they were just like super resistant as always. And I'm like, guys, last time we went through this, like I lied to you and you told me that in the future, it's okay to tell you. it's You'd actually prefer to know than for me to lie. And now I've told you. Dude, my dad called me a pig-headed fuck yesterday. Oh. <laughs> wow. He was like 40% kidding. But like, because he was getting frustrated at me. He was sending me like State Department advisory yeah. things. And I'm can, like, you tell dude. Us,
1: can you tell us where you're going?
0: Yeah, I'm going to Nicaragua and El Salvador is my plan. Um,
1: Are those bad?
0: Like 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 no but not like i don't know you know what i mean they're not like it's not costa rica
1: there was three likes until the no which means it's bad
0: it's not but dude it, it depends i don't want to just be say it's all you know there's like political turmoil in nicaragua um to some degree and you know i know that there's El you know, salvador's famous for having gangs and stuff so you know there's risks but at the you know i am not super concerned about it what the stigma is certainly not the same as going to an Iraq, and there's tons of expats who live in these places, especially Nicaragua, big surfing what scene. What is the threat? I think- uh, Is
1: it being pickpocketed? Yeah, is it being mugged? Is I, it being kidnapped?
0: I think that the big, in places like that, typically, the big threat is getting mugged. Yeah. And that's like a realistic risk you take. Uh, and it's the most likely thing. It's the most likely worst thing that could happen. To you. So
1: then it brings us back to an old question we had, which is if you suspect that you might be putting yourself in a position to be mugged, mm-hmm. do you want your valuables on you so that you have something to give?
0: It's an interesting discussion. And you
1: therefore placate them.
0: The burner wallet, not a terrible move. Have burner wallet,
1: little cash.
0: 20 bucks, couple expired credit cards. It's not the worst thing in the world. You know, I, I don't hate that idea, especially if you're in a big city, if you're in a city and you're planning to walk around, not crazy to get mugged in South and Central America. What happens
1: if they ask you to go to an ATM with them and take money out to give them? I'm now worried. I'm worried about you.
0: Dude, I, I mean, don't worry. Like, it's fine. I'm going to be fine.
1: But the thing is, is that you don't have control over it. Mugging is so...
0: I know. I know. I it's know. anarchy. I, I'm, I know that. So... You know, I I don't think that this is going to be a me walking around the city kind of trip. Uh I've done that before in other places. um, And I don't and I don't expect that this is going to be that
1: you can get a driver.
0: So I'm putting it all together. There's a guy uh, who I think actually I met through, I think through oops, he like hit me up uh, and we have some people in common. um, So I think he's going to kind of like show us around. He lives down there Mm -hmm. and then we're going to have a guide. I think in part of the, the other part of the trip, but I don't intend to do any of it solo, dolo. And I think you, I, I probably could. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, got into that whole discussion. That was not fun, but it's like, guys, yeah. mom and dad, like you need to just chill.
1: When um, are you going?
0: Uh, the end of June.
1: Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So hold on a second. In the past year, mm-hmm. you've gone to Iraq Mm-hmm. You're going to El Salvador and Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and you've also been to where else have you gone this year?
0: Last year, so, well, but last year I went to Iraq.
1: Oh yeah, okay.
0: So, but if you want to include last year in this, I mean, I've been to Ecuador, Panama, uh, Greece, Spain, Iraq, the Bahamas, uh, and this year that is I'm
1: fucking mental.
0: This year I'm going to Hungary which I'm going next week for this wedding. Yeah. Then I'm going to Portugal, uh, Mon- Monaco, Italy, Nicaragua, El Salvador. And that's a- at the moment. But that's a lot. Holy
1: smokes. Yeah.
0: But I'm psyched, dude. It's great. I love it. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of time in the air.
0: Yeah. And dude, the shit, the-, the shitty thing about the hungry flight is there's no directs got to connect.
1: Where are you connecting?
0: Uh I don't even remember. I think Geneva. Uh-huh. Um but I don't even care, dude. I I doesn't like I don't mind. I know that it's not ideal all the time, especially if you have weird flight times, but whatever. I'll bang out that hard nap when I arrive.
1: Do you sleep on the plane?
0: Not really. I do the like I've convinced myself that trying to sleep is like 20% as good as actually sleeping. I sort of stand by that. <laughs> So I'll try to sleep for like six hours, and it's unclear how long, yeah, and if ever I actually fall asleep. Right, and then I just take the big nap. My or...
1: mom used to, um, my mom used to tell me that I need when I was a kid, if I was kind of going crazy or I was cranky, she would tell me, uh, "You need to go lie down." I would say, "I'm not tired," and she goes, "It doesn't matter if you sleep; you just need." You just need to be quiet, for right? A little right, bit.
0: quiet time. Yeah, my mom would do that too.
1: And somehow she thought it was still restorative
0: <laughs> for her, probably. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know to be honest if it works or not, but um, I don't. I've been to the Geneva airport. I think I think we're flying fr- through Frankfurt on the way back. I don't think I've ever been there, so I'm excited about that. I love a good a new airport experience. Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't know, whatever. But dude, while you were out of town, we actually hung out with Sierra. Yeah. And it was that. Did you, did you hear about this? No, go figure. <laughs> Do you even know this? Fran's
1: not around. Julia and Hillary and Sierra hang out. <laughs> it's just the way things go. Do you even know that? Yeah, she sent me a pic.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but I didn't know much of what was going on while I was in Scotland. I was really were, out of the loop.
0: Dude, it's the way to go. You really, I'm, I'm impressed by the way you were able to disconnect. Well, I mean,
1: you're just you're playing. I'm playing golf for like nine, eight hours, nine hours a day.
0: I know. It's crazy.
1: Uh so not a whole lot of time to really be on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um how was that?
0: So it was fun, but okay, so it was sort of like an impromptu hang, like she hit us up. I think she was at lunch or something. She's like, "What are you guys up to?" and we're like, we're not really doing anything. Um and we're kind of trying to like arrange a hang, right? So we're we're maybe heading back from lunch. I forget the specifics, but Sierra hits us up. She's like, "I'm coming over." And we're like, "Oh, dope." We're like, do you like? What are you drinking? Like, we'll make sure like we have it. And she's like, oh cool, like I've just been drinking beers. And we're like, okay, great. So I go grab some beers, um, and we're sort of like not expecting people to be coming over, so we like want to make sure that we ha- we are we are capable hosts.
1: She just told you she was coming over?
0: No, look, like, we were going back and forth, and then we suggested that if she wanted to come over, she should. Oh,
1: okay, good, good. Um, Say, who's and my, who am I marrying?
0: And no, this was on <laughs> this was on. Uh, sunday so it's funny dude like sunday of
1: memorial day weekends you guys had monday off from work
0: i try really hard to snap myself into like okay it's memorial day weekend therefore i'm gonna treat monday like a sunday but it's really fucking hard for me
1: i i'm with you man And i
0: get the jitters the whole day monday when i'm pretending it's sunday
1: these these long weekends don't have any meaning to us
0: tuesday's my biggest day of the week
1: Wait, wait! in terms of
0: partying? No, from a self-motivation-focused, doing (laughs) shit I don't feel like doing, (laughs) stuff that I could easily not do but should do, that's my day. Monday is always my day. Monday is me attempting to be ready for Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Monday, I kind of slog through it, and I get there 50% of the way, but I'm like, it's okay. Like yoga, sort of like yoga mentality, showing up is half the battle. Mm -hmm. Your practice might not be as, quote, good- as it normally is, but hmm. it's okay because all that matters is that you're sitting there and you're trying. Okay, That's what Monday is for me. Tuesday's my big boy day. Big we crush. Boy. The big boy sits down, <laughs> he cracks his fingers, and he lets her rip. So taking that away from me is, is, can be hard, but it's fun. I, want, I like being part of society. I like that <laughs> Hill Dog's schedule sets the precedent. I like that. Yeah, i like it yeah uh so i let it happen but this whole let's get fucked up on sunday thing really throws me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throws me for on dude yeah you know so hill dog and sierra are sitting there letting her rip and i'm kind of like we're trying to resist but immediately joining in
1: yeah of course yeah, yeah. so she what were sh- you drinking
0: so i wasn't really gonna i wasn't planning to drink anything Sierra comes over and she's like, should I grab anything? And we're like, oh, like we realize we don't really have anything to mix with. If in case we decided we wanted to have uh, cocktails, even yeah. though Sierra said she wanted beer. So we're like, okay, cool. Like maybe if you want to grab some like seltzers or whatever, stuff like, she's like, oh, okay, great. Like, so she grabbed a couple and then we're like, so what do you want to drink? She's like, oh, I could do like tequila. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> All good. Should be fine, right? Yeah. So I look in the, I, in the freezer and like, there's. M- Barely enough ice. Oh, that's everybody. the most important ingredient. Most important ingredient. Most so, important ingredient. Like, then
1: you looked in the trash and you were like, "Oh, good, we've got some used <laughs> lime shards. We've got some shards of lime that someone took a shot with and then bit on and sucked out the lime. We can put those in the drink. That's perfect."
0: So I come. I want to let you know from from this part of the story on. I completely dropped the ball and I have not stopped thinking about it. Oh no! And I feel bad but I keep telling myself it's okay. Like we were sort of, it was like on a f- on the fly. She doesn't care.
1: Yeah. She doesn't care. No, it doesn't care.
0: You know what I mean? Um, and I was also thinking like, who's the better of the two for this to happen to Francis or Sierra. And I was like, Sierra for sure. Dude.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the judge of this. I want to hear. What I was like, is. Francis
0: will, ju- Francis will hold it against me more. I Whereas, don't hold
1: anything against you. I know you. you don't,
0: but I'm saying if one were to hold against, I feel like you would you would remember that and Sierra would problem solve in the moment, but not think about it afterward. That's what I that was what I said to make myself feel
1: better. Okay, fair okay. enough.
0: So there was two ice cubes left in sort of like the deep ice cube tray that you pour for like a whiskey like on
1: a, a mold of ice. Yes, yeah, like a big yeah. one of the big squares. Mm. So in a way I'm like, okay, good? cool.
0: Yeah. So I take the two remaining big pieces and i put one in her glass i put one in mine i begin to sort of assemble the cocktails uh, and i even mix them a little bit i'm like trying to do a good job and she kind of looks and she's like oh so she she actually just goes back in the freezer to get more ice which i heart just starts fucking ripping through oh, my chest oh no. my like, fuck so there's like barely a, like a little bit of a like ice left over for some in one of the big ones and she cracks it out and I'm like I'm sorry like we didn't like we fucked up on the ice thing I fucked up she's like "No, it's fine I just like a lot of ice I'm like okay I'm like fuck and then she there was like a lemon on the counter that I thought she brought I didn't realize we had the lemon I thought she brought the lemon what
1: is she just she sounds like a viking It's coming into your home and pillaging. and No,
0: dude, she's right, though. Like, what is this fucking operate, two-bit operation? Take the rest over. of your
1: rice. I'm going to take your fruit.
0: So anyway, I hand her the drink, and then she kind of goes, do you mind if I put the lemon in there? And I was like, oh, that's my lemon? I was like, I thought you brought that lemon. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, no, it's fine. So she unwraps the lemon, and she starts squeezing it. And then I go, is that? I, was, I look at Hillary. I'm like, is that lemon old? She hears me say that. She goes, no, it's fine. And I was like, "Fuck!" Like she even knows the state of the lemon just by holding it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like she knows the age of the lemon. Yeah, and then she goes, "You know what? I'm going to go ahead and fill these up for you." She then fills up our ice trays, <laughs> puts it back in the freezer, and I'm like, "Fuck! I have God, completely so passive fucked aggressive. I've completely fucked up here." And I'm like, "All right, hopefully Sierra will not hold this against us."
1: Um, no, no, it's fine. We that's so not what I. It's not bad at all. <laughs> It's not what I thought it would be. Um, And
0: dude, then they were sitting on the couch like talking about wedding stuff, talking about girl stuff. I sat on the couch in silence. (laughs) (laughs) Ashamed. I was ashamed. (laughs) I was watching a tennis match that had already been on that morning. It was replaying, and I was sitting there watching it in silence, unable to kind of make small talk and keep it light the way I typically Man. can.
1: You, you guys sent me a picture of that hang and I was like, damn, I wish I were there. That looks fun. Boy, was I wrong.
0: <laughs> no, dude, it was fun. I just felt like such a fucking loser. Not being able to like make a drink properly. For no, all, dude.
1: no, please.
0: I excel in other places and you're a good drink to become better at that.
1: You're a good drink maker. You're selling yourself short. You know, there's nothing to be done when, when so you, <laughs> I, you, I will tell you, if someone's coming over and you say, they say, what can I bring? Telling someone to bring ice is a very easy and nice thing to be asked to bring. Totally. First of all, cheap as hell. Cheap as hell. Yeah, You're, They bring one big bag or they'll bring two. If you don't use it all and you have to throw it away, you don't feel bad. Yeah. You just dump it in your dump sink in and sink. good. And if you can save it, you've got extra. And having extra of those big bags of ice in the freezer is a really nice thing to have. It's nice just in case backup ice. So um, if that goes for anyone out there, if you're going to a party, I will tell you that bringing ice as opposed to like another six pack of Bud Light or Corona is a much better received uh, gift. Ice is so valuable. Um, okay. So that's not so That's not so bad. But it was
0: fun. Like, dude, but it, it, this is the thing, too. Like, I'm happy that we are on a level where, you know, you, like, she doesn't have to feel weird trying to find more shit. Like, she, no. she has full agency to poke around anywhere in the apartment yeah. if she wants. Uh, nice of her to refill the ice for us. I don't feel like, like, there was a level of comfort there that trumps all of the things that I'm being neurotic and yeah. scared about. yeah and i'm sure there's no issue but i just felt ashamed
1: i know i know that feeling <laughs> i know that feeling um i
0: felt like i didn't like i am living the life of a of a child while she's living the life of an adult oh
1: gosh <laughs> oh gosh no i i i you know keep in mind she's coming over to booze hard on a sunday night i mean you know she's being as much of a child as as anyone yeah yeah uh <laughs>
0: no dude but it's fun like it, it was it was fun and then we like tried to we like it was a fun like checking in with each other thing like after we went to a birthday dinner uh for one of Hill's friends and my friends as well like that via, was that night Hill, that night mm. and we were like trying to link back up with her after like it, we kind of didn't end up being able to and then the next day uh, Sierra invited us to come play tennis. We were both like too hungover to do anything, but it was like fun. It was like fun that we were sort of like coordinating and trying to make shit happen. And like, it's a nice thing when you like can do that with
1: people. She is a, uh, the, the, the sort of her willingness and threshold for social activity knows no bounds.
0: Yeah. She has a lot of, uh, a lot of energy. She just
1: comes alive around people and loves being with friends She's a good time. Um, And people like having her around. And I think it's a good thing because I am not really like that. (laughs) I think, um, you know, she's a very good ambassador for us. I've said this before. But even when she goes to our friends' places when I'm not there, I think it leaves this good. She's a very good representative for our brand.
0: She's a good ambassador for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, because I'm so happy to not ever see anyone or talk to anyone or do anything. Really? I love that. (laughs) Uh, and she's not like that. And, uh, so she can get her social fill when I'm away. I mean, dude, no joke. I was away for four or five days, and it was as if she was like, oh, I have to take advantage of this. Yeah. You're right, you're right. I have to get out there and make my rounds and get my fix before of he comes friendship back. before he returns and put, you know, puts my collar back on and chains me to the wall to, to watch full seasons of TV and he Eat dinner together and then go to bed at nine thirty.
0: Uh, I don't so know. Funny. Yeah. Um. Did you swim swimming at all when you were in Scotland? Nope. It was too cold. <laughs> was it cold? It was. It's cold and
1: rainy over there. A little man. chilly. Oh yeah. 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 It, it, it's. it You know. Look. I. I have a threshold for swimming. And uh, <laughs> I did bring my bird dogs in yeah. the event that I stumbled upon a nice warm hot spring or a heated pool.
0: <laughs> jump into Loch Ness. Yeah,
1: jump into the Firth of Forth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: the Firth of Forth. Firth Farf. of Forth. Uh, but weird. unfortunately, I had no opportunity to wear my bird dogs because the water was too cold but i did wear them you know lounging around i slipped into them after a long day of playing golf
0: good and, golf uh, pants too
1: yeah the pants are awesome it's a I good
0: d- summer pant
1: i did wear the pants for golf i'm not lying yeah. not just keep lying for cold. the sake of the ad keep you cool i i really did wear uh, bird Dogs pants two out of the three days of golf and they held up really well they looked good uh they've got that built-in underwear liner that is so comfortable uh both in the shorts and the pants the pants look sleek the shorts look great you can use them for anything this summer, swimming, exercising, lounging, beaching, anything. Uh, and you can get some awesome, awesome Bird Dogs products at birddogs.com. Use promo code BANANA and you're going to get a very cool, uh, portable, like cold-keeping v- vessel to put your beverages <laughs> in with ice. I don't know how else vessel. to say it. That's great, uh, it's dude. a very good, you know, portable coffee cup slash drinking glass Simply mug type excellent. thing. Uh, BirdDogs.com promo code BANANA. Hook it up. Get it up. Get it. Get them. Get them. Get that stuff.
0: But yeah, dude, that was fun. We go to this dinner. Okay, so this is funny. So we have like a group dinner. You know what I mean? You go to a group dinner like that, which is... It slowly has started to become a thing that's no longer a thing. Yeah, good point. You get to like the 30 area. You start to kind of like stop doing that. It's still a fun activity. This group of friends is a little younger. um, So whatever. And I love this... This friend of Hill's is like one of my favorite ones. She's amazing. Like so happy to go out for her birthday. Have a great time. So it's funny. So somebody handles the bill and then she's like, well, I Venmo, you guys tomorrow, whatever. Um, And the whole night Hill and I are trying to try to like rally everybody. Like Hillary was like clearly having her like fun night out. She loves a good night out. It like helps her sort of like balance out how much she needs to work and focus during the week. So I was like, "Hillary's having a night. I'm having a night. That's it. Mm. I'm Ryder. Anything she's down for, I'm gonna fucking be like, hell yeah! I'm gonna be her hype man." <laughs> so we're trying to like rally the troops the whole night to like turn the fuck up, and like we sort of start losing people like flies until we're the last two people standing, which was still fun. At what time? Twelve fifteen, oh. dude. By the way, we went to like show the Soho uh, Grand. Yeah. Um, we had intended to go somewhere else. It was closed. We're like, we'll just go here. It's nearby. And it was as if at the bar that night, they're like, it was a race to see which guys could pick up a girl in the bar first. And whoever did that won a prize because there was just a bunch of like wild and crazy guys there all hitting on, <laughs> dude. like Hillary and her friend were standing at the bar and like nine different guys came over and started hitting on them. It was crazy. <laughs> and then we go sit down in a group and a guy- another guy comes over with shots for them. It was like the and they were all like older, sort of like Euroy yeah. kind of looking guys, and I was like, "What is going on in here, dude?" Uh, does that bother you? No. It depends who's doing it. To be honest, mm. like to be honest, dude, if Jimmy Butler was doing that, it would be a huge problem. Because <laughs> that's like Hillary's like forever crush potentially, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then like a commercial will come on, and like Jimmy Butler will be doing something, and she'd be like, "Oh yeah, he's actually like really interested in a lot of stuff, and I love the way that he just loves sports." He's always posting him on sports. I'm like, you follow Jimmy Butler? I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? I'm like, this is clearly my doing. Like, I made her watch the playoffs last year or something, and now she found a new guy. But if you
1: saw him at the bar and he started talking to her, you'd probably go up to him and be like, hey, man, sucks that you came up a little short on that three. (laughs) yeah it's too bad you front rimmed uh you could have been a hero you were there you were guys down to 11 seconds left against the Celtics game seven at home no less no I mean don't get me wrong dude you had like what 47 in game six I guess you just did you just run out of gas is that why it came up short yeah it sucks man
0: dude you can't do that though you can't Oh, doing that just pushes your girl and him closer together. I know. Because it makes you look like a little bitch, and it makes him look like this amazing, confident man that he already is. You need to just fight fire with fire in that situation. Your girl comes up to you and is like, Hey, Julia, like, this is Jimmy. You just have to be like, What's up, dude? What's going on? Yeah, he plays for the Heat. Oh, no way. Like basketball? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, professional? Like, like in the U.S., right? Like like the NBA? Oh, dude, that's so cool. Wow. No, I'm trying to- Aren't are the playoffs now?
1: I'm oh, you, trying to oh, think
0: you, you, you guys you'll get him next year, man. That's pretty good. You wanna drink good. You wanna
1: drink? That's pretty good. You could also <laughs> Do you drink? You could also play super stupid. Which I think would be Is funny. Is that not
0: me playing super stupid? It's
1: close, but you'd be like, <laughs> basketball. Oh dude, I played basketball in high school. What position are you?
0: <laughs> basketball, like and like yeah. mo- like mime a free throw. I, was, I always get basketball I was and baseball solid. confused.
1: Like I had a couple looks at college. It was like mostly D three stuff, but I chose to play tennis instead because <laughs> I was better at that. I played D one tennis.
0: You play AAU? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I yeah. played AAU,
0: dude. In oh man, Orlando? Coach Meerdin, he yeah. was a real pain. Yeah, dude. yeah. Man, it's
1: gotten so <laughs> intense. People getting recruited earlier and earlier. You know what I mean? You're probably you're probably getting some looks. No, <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny, dude.
1: I I don't know. I'm trying to think of of how. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Dude, this is funny. I remember there's this guy, Brett Zanardi, who listens to the pod. Shout out, Brett Zanardi. This guy was like the best shooter in the in the three towns. Mm. He he would whinge hot shots every year. He would just like drain threes and everybody would be talking. they be like, oh, he could play D1. He could play D1. And my dad, I don't know. My dad's like not typically cynical like this. And he wasn't spe- speaking specifically about Zanardi. He just was just talking about our area basketball. He'd be like, yeah. He'd be like, Try making that three with a fucking guy who's 6'10 who can run twice as fast as you with his hand in your face. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dad, chill, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is clearly accurate.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: Like, <laughs> yes. The small town, like, basketball hero doesn't always have.
1: Dude, the legs. space that NBA players have to shoot and make three pointers <laughs> it's <crazy>. is zero. <laughs> if I even. Uh, you could have a guy. If I stepped. I always think about this. There, there used to be this. Um, This, like, kids series of young adult books. Or maybe it was just even kids books. I think it was called The Jersey.
0: Did you ever read these? We've talked about this before. I didn't, but I forget. You were comparing it to something, like, a while ago.
1: Yeah. You'd you'd buy them at the Scholastic Book Fairs. mm -hmm, Did I talk about mm -hmm, that, too?
0: Yes. No, no, no. But you didn't talk about this in this way. You've mentioned those books before. I see. But not... Well, it always made...
1: Yeah, the idea was that uh, these kids would miraculously, I think, come into these jerseys these i don't know how they'd find them and they'd put them on and it would transport them into the game yeah that was being played the professional sports game yeah and i always thought okay if somehow miraculously uh i was at an nba game and they had the team had you know all the all the all the subs got injured And they were like, does anybody here (laughs) know how to play? And everyone was quiet. And I was like, I will do it. And I walked down and everyone turned and parted ways. And I stepped on the court and they like gave me a jersey. They were like, do your best, kid. And I sort of had to bring the ball up. Like, okay, what would happen? Could Could I even get a shot off? Right, right. Could I even get a shot off? Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: I don't know. Well, I, dude, this is, my, this is still my, and we've talked about basketball fantasies before, but my specific basketball fantasy is always this, and I still do it. If I have a hoop and I'm just shooting around, this is what happens. Um, my team is the eighth seed in the playoffs. We uh, are down 3-0. We're about to get swept. I got brought up on a 10-day contract from the D-League because they were just, everybody's getting injured in the starting lineup. I'm never gonna play. This team famously only rotates seven players, even with the bench being as it is. I'm the 10th guy on the bench. A couple people get injured, and at the beginning of the third quarter, we're down 35 points and they bring in Gallerati. And then from then on, Gallerati just goes on this insane streak, like going 20 for 20. And anytime he misses, he was fouled and then goes to the line. Yes. Uh, and, and then ends have- up hitting a game winner. And I intend to do that for the entirety of the playoffs, but, like, it takes too long. So I usually end up only being in the division series still while the fantasy ends. I've actually never gotten to. Is this a dream? This is what I do when I shoot around.
1: (laughs) And I can only, and
0: and typically I can only play against the team I've most recently watched because that's the only team that I know, like, they're starting five. Yeah. Like, every other team, I mean? So it'll be like, we're playing the Warriors, or, like, someone with, like, a really obvious starting five. Colorado getting it done on both ends of the floor too. Like he's like blocking Steph Curry. And then like, so that's like my whole thing. And it's just really so fun, dude. It provides it hours of enjoyment.
1: It's fun. I, I mean, that's definitely one. The other thing I think about all the time is, <laughs> all right. If I had committed myself with every minute of my time and every fiber of my being, the way that Larry bird did, because he grew up in French lick, Indiana, mm. And there was nothing but milking cows in the morning, and that beat up wooden hoop that cracked and fading rim that hung on the side of the barn <laughs> as he took elbow jumpers on a grass field
0: with like a tornado coming on yeah. on the horizon
1: exactly um if i had if I had had those circumstances and had had that will and that drive and that lack of variety and other options in life <laughs> would I, what would i have been able to do
0: so you know? i think i think you're one of the rare cases where like that's actually a reasonable conversation like you were able to reach a high level of athleticism in other sports as well as in basketball when you were playing and you actually have like a big enough frame that it's like not insane to talk about it's not as insane as like my boy Phil no, who right. says that when his son is born he's going to make him start playing tennis immediately and that will make sure that he is Roger <laughs> yeah. Federer. I'm like, dude, what makes you think? You know how many people have done that? Right. And are incredible and still like aren't even good enough to play in college.
1: I know. You know Look, what I mean? There's a clip I've seen of Larry David talking at, on a panel where he's it's a panel for Curb but one of the other stars says, "Tell him about how the left-handed dribble thing. And he goes, yeah, if I had just done uh, a thousand left-handed dribbles a day, I would have been in the NBA. And he like fundamentally (laughs) believes that. It's so stupid. Yeah. Uh,
0: That's a really frustrating thing.
1: I've been waking up since I got back from Scotland at, you know, five, because it's, uh, I'm still on Uh, Scotland time, which is five hours ahead. And, and five is fine. Five is fine. Five is fine. Four is not fun. I've sort of seemed to have solved my um, sleep issues for now
0: (laughs) by traveling to Europe.
1: Yeah, and and waking up at five is great because I get up out of bed, I go upstairs, and I have all these hours to just do whatever I want. I start by making myself a really nice, extra shot iced oat milk latte of Oops Beans blend. Brooklyn Roasting Company mm, coffee. Dude. And I nurse that baby mm. like it's the last drop of elixir that will save my life on earth. Yeah, yeah. And I it's probably the best part of my day. Really it is. Yeah. Drinking that coffee, reading my book from 5:30 in the morning till 7:38. Wow. You know, I have
0: so much time. You don't even have to worry about text because none of your loser friends are awake yet. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Nothing's happened. I'm not looking. I leave my phone plugged in. I don't even look at it. I've got two or three hours in the morning to just ease into my day. I stretch. I drink my Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee, which is the best coffee on earth. We've got our own blend. It's called the Oobs Blend. So chill. And I really uh, embrace the day. And I think you guys could all do that, too, if you just force yourself to wake up earlier, which you could do and wouldn't have a hard problem time with. Just by, go to Scotland. You'll yeah, be good. By, <laughs> and by drinking our coffee specifically, the Oops Beans yeah. from Brooklyn Roasting. But try their other ones, too, the Mocha Java, the Huehue Tananga. All those are excellent. BrooklynRoastingCompany.com. No, sorry. BrooklynRoasting.com. Promo code OopsBeans. Going to get you 5% off your first daughter. All your orders. And you should do it because it's the you best need coffee.
0: Brokenroasting.com, promo code beans. I mean, this is just the coolest coffee that exists as well as being the most delicious. And it'll just make you feel cooler mm-hmm. having it. Start so get day. in there. Enjoy it.
1: When, we were at, when I was at Barstool, we had to do this thing called... They did a combine... Oh, that's fun. And it was sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. and That's very funny. They ran us. Todd McShay was there. Did you win? The NFL draft analyst. So he was timing the 40-yard dash and setting up the high jump and the vertical. There's
0: probably a bunch of ex-athletes there, though, right?
1: I mean, yeah, high school athletes.
0: Nobody who, like, played for real
1: and stuff? Not really, as far as I know. Um, But it was 40-yard dash, vertical jump... uh, a you know three cone drill mm-hmm. it's like a shuttle run, and then bench <laughs> bench press, but they had just one thirty five on the bar,
0: ah so you're fucking ripping that
1: um, so I ran a four six nine forty Jesus Christ, <laughs> I ran a four six three in college that's
0: really good, dude. That's insane. I
1: think I was the second fastest kid on the lacrosse. That was very. That's fast. very fast. That was my. That was always my. That's thing. like a
0: real combine time. Yeah. Granted, for like no, but like, didn't Deion Sanders do like four or two? Yeah, and that's the, like the great, the, the fastest one ever, or something. Right? The,
1: some of the best running backs will run a sub four or three. They'll run like a four two eight, mm-hmm. four two nine. But anything it's insane. But the, but the, the, what's crazy is that those those people, if we would run side by side, they'd be be, be they they would beat me on a forty yard dash by like. 10 yards
0: yeah, they would be crazy.
1: so far ahead of me that it would be a joke but dude
0: still i mean you what you must have got the fastest time right? yes by, by far
1: by leagues
0: did anybody even break five
1: someone else had like a 496 <laughs> and then caleb bresley who i think played football at uh at unc and is tremendously funny and successful I think he ran a 5.0, but he was wearing like running sneakers.
0: Did you wear like I the wore skin cleats. tight bodysuit thing? Like, no, like the sleeveless.
1: No, and but the leg I tried. Impressors? I stretched and I tried. <laughs> yeah, good, I good. cared. I was trying hard. Cool. Yeah. Um. I would I, definitely try hard on that. And too, we ran 40s fun. in college, and we would yeah, yeah. we would learn the starting stance and you know all that. And then what was really good was my my vertical. Which, you know, they had the the things that you hit. Yeah, yeah. And it was from a standing position. I, I jumped 37 inches there. Oh, my God. But I had a 39 in college. And I went through, so I won that, obviously. And then <laughs> I won the three-cone drill. And then I came in second on the bench because there was this kid, Smitty, who was actually really strong. I
0: think you said it was only 135. How many times you could put it up?
1: Yes. Okay. He did, like, 41 reps. Oh, I did, wow. like, 31. Okay. And I came in second. but That's also So I won the combine, which was great. But. I did something that I hadn't done for some reason. I don't know why I was, I was on this on the plane home from Scotland and I started looking through the comments of the clip and people were saying 37 inches vertical is absurd. That's massive. There's no way this is real. Uh, none of these guys are athletes like, you know, but
0: could they not see that the other guys were not getting good scores?
1: They could, but they for someone they were like, that would have been the fifth highest defensive back score in the combine this year. 30, 37 inches is nuts. Yeah,
0: you can literally just go to the draft from there, dude.
1: But, and Todd McShay was like, this kid this kid would have been like middle be like of the pack at the combine based on his 40 in terms of defensive backs. <laughs> but I, what, what, if I can toot my own horn for a second, I was always able to jump out of the gym yeah uh jumping was something that i, I mean i could dunk in high yeah. school uh i can dunk two hands i can dunk whatever easily
0: dude i love the idea of me throwing it up to francis and him fucking slamming it home yeah like, the i two on two tournament bro me and you <laughs> but,
1: i still to this day i know hold the record for standing broad jump at on the of the Harvard lacrosse team oh my god and they keep the records from all the years and I still have it and I have it. that's that's 11 years standing
0: so this is why I'm saying that if Francis were to have actually done the like only practice all day theory that most people say in farce I think that you would actually apply it I team.
1: was a sneakily um I was a freak athlete yeah. I was a freak uh but I didn't have the brain I didn't have the mind to to care no. I wanted to have fun. And I, I didn't have that burning... I wasn't that competitive. We've talked about this. So I, it, all, it, it bothered my teammates. They get mad. Because, especially the older guys. And I've, I've, when I went to Seattle, to, I, I went and visited an old teammate of mine who was a senior when I was a sophomore. And we were kind of... Reha- I hadn't seen him in many years. And sort of rehashing that final year together and i was like man you guys really were really mean to me you fucking hated me and it it was one of the reasons why I, I quit the team yeah and um because i just they it felt like they were they were beating me up in practice and they were mad and he was like we just never understood why you didn't why you didn't try harder like why you didn't care and we it was our last year to be good and we knew what you were capable of and every single one of us had said you know if we had your natural you could have been dude, so what good. a dawson's
0: creek moment this is dude yeah <laughs> like season seven like james vanderbeek but to hear it guy,
1: to yeah. hear it god gave me closure yeah yeah you know because it made me realize they didn't hate- it's not that they hated me is that they didn't they wanted more from me and they couldn't understand i was like well dude i was i was just a comedian in an athlete's body you know like all yeah, i you can be
0: both like, you know, At
1: that level, they expect you to have bought in.
0: But you were you even doing comedy yet?
1: No, but I should have been.
0: Interesting.
1: Like, I should have gone to school and never played lacrosse. And I should have done the lampoon. And I should have done theater and stand-up mm-hmm. and written and focused on school. And and I should, you know, played like pickup basketball here and right, there. Right. But I was never...
0: As you, as you know, it's impossible need, to like... But
1: dude, I didn't need to be playing sports at that level. I, it wasn't like... It, I was always... I, I liked playing sports for fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I liked the thrill, certainly, of you know scoring goals, baskets, and all that. But just because you're able to do something doesn't mean that's right. what you're supposed to be doing. Right. That's like the and Harry Potter that thing. That didn't make sense to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, that's me I uh, sucking my own dick for a while yeah, there. So true. I apologize. But,
0: um, but dude, now yeah, like, you know,
1: you've been playing ping pong with Brian. again. I've
0: been getting smoked.
1: Why do dude? you keep playing
0: with him? Because it's fun. It's a good exercise. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. it's like, it's, it's not like my fucking hip has been bothered. Like, I just feel like a fucking old man, dude. Like, you know, they say, I, I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but like the only difference to me, I was like, I wonder what like being in the 35 to 44 demographic is going to mean. And all it's meant for me is that I get injured from doing nothing. Like I just, I've said this, I just wake up injured. So like I just have have this soreness and like my glute and my hamstring and my hip for no reason.
1: You're not stretching enough. That
0: may be true. I've
1: committed to stretching. I'm finally doing my uh, New Year's resolution of two years in a row. It's helping.
0: I stretch pretty religiously.
1: Do you stretch when you wake up? No. You got to stretch when you wake up. Fine. And if you can, before you go to bed. I
0: always stretch before I exercise in like a very kind of like specific good way. I like do dynamic stretching. Then I warm up. Then I do the static stretching. And like, it's like a good tick. All right. Fine. you right. I know. You're right, you're I know. Right. But hear me out. I'm at the point now, though, where like I, if I stretch by stretching too much is like hurting it. Like I need like rehab. Mm. You know what I mean? I need like strengthening things, which yeah. I'm trying to do.
1: No, that's fair.
0: Anyway. Tennis would potentially make that much worse. Ping pong does not. And ping pong at like a high level like that is exercise. And especially when you're getting your fucking ass whooped, dude.
1: What is he why is he beating you now? He's just
0: killing me, dude. I mean, like, you guys saw the video. Like the way that he was sort of like dominant until Hillary arrived and things That's changed. It. Yeah. Uh whether or not that was just a coincidence or not, not like, coincidence. it's unclear. But he's just like playing as if he wasn't missing shots.
1: There are no coincidences.
0: And like I lost I lost, I think, nineteen out of twenty games yesterday. And the time before that so I lost eight many goddamn I think, games. Nine out of eleven the time before. Um, so I'm getting whooped. And it's the thing where I'm like used to not having to like try all my tricks because I'm used to just beating people. So against him, I'm like constantly trying to change things and problem solve and it's really fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm sure it's satisfying to him to whoop me. Um mm. after sort of like And I think that like your comments about like his sort of like appearance got to him because he's like put on muscle since we've played. Jesus Christ. He's like getting muscular and like, yeah, he's like becoming a fucking machine.
1: Well, you know what, Brian? You're welcome. Good job, Brian. Well, tough love.
0: Um, I sound like such a bully. Dude, uh, rule of threads, man.
1: I'm wearing them right now.
0: Francis is head to toe in Rule of Threads as we speak.
1: I love Rule of Threads. Dude, it's the best. Oh, give me it all. Give me everything they make. Let me live in it. Let me die in it. Bury me in Rule of Threads.
0: It's the Dude, it's a t-shirt that you, like if you are running out of the house to grab something, you can throw it on and know that you're going to look good. If you're going to a party, you know you can wear it and look good. You're going to a barbecue. You're doing anything, Rule of Threads, suits your needs and it's extremely comfortable yeah and dude the fabric is like unique i've never really felt anything like it no i don't know how they did that
1: no you're getting buried in an open casket funeral you want to be wearing <laughs> rule of threads because people are gonna think boy that body looks good
0: yeah totally on the battlefield rule of threads oh yeah you're in a militia where you don't have an official uniform rule of
1: threads yes guerrilla warfare <laughs> rule of threads
0: <laughs> performance threads dude the best clean simple premium menswear basics you can get every item that you need as a man for comfort, leisure, and executing your day from the Rule of Threads website. You're going to love it. I, we love it. You got to get in there. Ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS. You'll get 15% off of your order. That's ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS. Get some for yourself. Get some from your boyfriend. Get some for everybody. It's the best. Dude, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk about... I want to go back to this birthday dinner. So... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, somebody okay. somebody uh, handled the bill. Um all good, whatever. The next day we get hit with the Venmo request. And it's like, "Hi." But I'm like, "Okay, whatever. Like I'm sure this somehow checks out." I don't know how based on You don't him. have to
1: tell me the number, but is it a number where if you had known going in you that that was what it was going to cost, you might not have gone to the dinner?
0: N- I would have still gone, but I wouldn't have so frivolously Ordered at the afterward, uh huh. After right. that, I wouldn't have just been like, Oh, yeah, da da da. Like, I kind of like spent a bunch of money that night for no reason. It was a lot of fun, and I don't want to sound like a fucking lame but like, uh, knowing how much the dinner was, mm-hmm. then I would have been like, Eh, I would have just cooled it off 25% probably at the bar. After.
1: Are you, uh, you balling out? Are you balling out these days? No, are you the guy?
0: No, dude, I'm not the guy, but like, you know, it's fun. Like,
1: yo, I, you got to see this guy. I, He's the guy. No, no, dude. That guy, you go to a bar with that guy, he puts his cards down, and nah, it's nah. you drink for free all night.
0: I'm not the guy, but dude, I'm not used to being in that environment and like not thinking about that. So it's like, that's a nice thing. Yeah. However, Hillary was like having a big night, and I was committed to that. So I was like, I'm going to be on that level. You
1: know where you can be that guy? Nicaragua. <laughs> We'll you can be that guy for not much. We'll see, we'll and see. then you will get kidnapped.
0: The first bar that we went to, the first bar that we went to was pretty <laughs> divey, and the second one then was like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. This is all, it doesn't matter. But so, the Venmo request comes in, I'm like, all right, whatever, we are complete it. The next day, there's a follow-up Venmo request that's like, oh, I forgot tip. Shut the front door. And I was like, oh god, dude, are you serious? So then I like have a funny side text going with somebody else at the dinner. I'm like, dude, yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to be fucking getting hit with something else. And then, oh, my God. Like, what like, is this pyramid scheme? Yo, if you dude.
1: forget, if you forget, uh, you, I, I don't even think you can send <laughs> follow-up Venmos. You can't, you can't add on. Ugh. If you forget the math, and you're, you eat that.
0: Yeah, it's all good, but I was like, oh, dude, really? Also, Why?
1: I think that you should wait more than a day. You should not send Venmo requests to a group of people when they're hungover. Give, give someone the courtesy of like two or three days after you've had your Tuesday.
0: <laughs> on Tuesday. And your yeah.
1: life is together. You've co- Maybe you've collected some checks. You've had a couple of days of work to make your life progressive again. Uh, you're moving in the right direction. Then you're, you get the Venmo request. It doesn't throw another log on this fire of anxiety that you're already feeling because you've had a lot to drink the night before and you're hungover.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, I I, I worry that it's like a missing person. Like, once you get past 48 hours with that Vemo request, the odds of recouping it will become lower and lower. It's interesting. Uh, I feel that way a little. Mm, do you not? Do you, you you mean
1: people won't pay it?
0: Yeah. Like, if I'm the one dispatching the Venmo request, I actually send them immediately while, while dinner is concluding. Oh, wow. Every person is hit with that request. What
1: are you, the IRS?
0: No, but dude, like, I... I know that I immediately, the second I get that notification, I immediately fulfill it. Yes, yeah, so, same. And having to follow up about it to me is like a really ugly quality that a person can have that they don't just that they don't value you enough to be like, oh, he took care of the bill. I'm gonna be on top of this memo request. Mm. It bothers mm. me a lot when people do that. Well, this wasn't what that situation was at all. But
1: you made a point at the start of this, which is that big group dinners are sort of falling out of fashion. Yeah, with, as you get older, and and I agree. I think it's a nice um, thing. I think uh, couples dinners are really fun. Just two couples. I, I agree. With or that. maybe agree with six it. at at the most.
0: Six couples or six people.
1: Six people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six couples, twelve people. What? are What? What? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, are there even restaurants that can accommodate that many? Yeah, dude. And that's this where you're getting the commune. automatic, you know, twenty percent gratuity, party. and then they say like, "Would you like to tip more?" And it's like, <laughs> "More."
0: You and want to squeeze what? me,
1: and then most importantly, the food just never, never is right. Well, they're going to share everything.
0: Yeah, it's hard to get
1: up. the fuck. How are you sharing burrata?
0: Yeah, dude,
1: it's a ball. It's a melting ball of creamy
0: crap. That's the most overrated dish. In my opinion. Super,
1: super overrated. Super overrated. Can you 100% fuck with Chris?
0: I don't like Chris, it, Chris. You'll
1: grow out of it you'll come to your senses Burrata's overrated i
0: like on a mozzarella i like a nice peel and i'd still the dampness is fine i like a nice uh density and texture Mm. and i want to peel it the way that i'd peel a fucking orange
1: you want a shell
0: i like peeling it and not in the way of the burrata where like the shell just kind of like opens this lychee of fucking cream and yeah
1: woundish i don't
0: fuck with that shit i fucking love cheese so i do too yeah. I don't like burrata, but whatever. I, I can't even have it in my apartment because whenever I buy it, I just eat it all at once. So I, just I don't like don't, cheese. I just don't eat it. Anymore. I don't like cheese
1: that much. I like burrata every once in a while, but I don't like cheese. I, I really have no taste for it.
0: Dude, mozzarella. Like, I mean, I just I've told this on the pod. Like, my mom would buy these little mozzarella things, and I would eat the whole tin. And she, I'd hear like an hour "Who ate all the book burrata?"
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> parents would do the same thing, and they'd be like, "Do you have any idea how?" They'd tell us how expensive it was.
0: Yeah. I'd eat the entire box of Fruity Pebbles if I got to buy that that day and I get in trouble for that. i uh-huh. not getting another one of those for two months.
1: Uh, should have been buying uh, Magic Spoon.
0: I know, dude. I know. Tell me about it. Um, so, dude, this is funny. A friend of mine has a breathalyzer in his car to make sure that he can drive, uh, which is responsible.
1: Also, a pretty big red flag.
0: <laughs> no, no. But so it, he, this guy, it's not a red flag. Maybe like meaning that he drinks too much. <laughs> Dude
1: Think think of it this way, like have you ever have you ever been like oh yeah, that's just my piss cup and my urine test in my car (laughs) in case I've been doing drugs lately. (laughs) Okay, but have you ever gotten to such a dark place that you felt the need to test yourself?
0: Dude, it's fair, but like I I see what he I see why he's doing it. Knowing him, I don't I think he's just like trying to be responsible. So he's like, therefore I can have my car. And I can know sort of like my limits, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So he kind of, we like he sort of always says how he, he blows like a pretty low number a lot of the time. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, So so he was bragging about it almost. He's like, dude, like I'll have, you know. So last night. He's,
1: he finished that sentence. I'll have four drinks and blow a point oh six. Yes. But here's the problem, Julio. Just because he's blowing a point oh six, then doesn't mean that you know, ten twenty minutes later, his BAC might not be higher.
0: Sometimes really? it takes a
1: while to catch up. It's not instantaneous. It's alcohol suffusing into your bloodstream. Yeah, I
0: know, but he's also not just like bombing a shot and being like, ah, turning on the yeah. car. You better know blow, I mean? blow like, my
1: <laughs> blow my thing quick. <laughs> <laughs> I have exactly twenty really? seconds to get my reading <laughs> before I realize, yeah, uh, I was way too drunk.
0: Dude, um. So anyway, that I found that funny, but anyway, I was with him last night and we had some drinks. And I was like, oh, I had four, I drank four drinks. So I was like, I, I was like, can I blow, blow in the breathalyzer? And I did too. And I blew like a 0.03. And then we both started laughing because we realized that like this breathalyzer is clearly just like not working. It doesn't
1: work at all. And he's
0: just been driving around <laughs> wasted for like five years, dude. So- exactly. <laughs> I, I
1: knew that was coming. Yeah,
0: but dude, it made me think like it's funny to just have a breathalyzer even if you're not drinking. Because it can kind of like tell you how you should be behaving. Like if it's a time in the night where you're not sure if you go, should go home or not, and you pull out the breathalyzer and blow a like point one six, you're like, I should go home, dude. I don't know what's an insane number to be blowing.
1: Yeah, but it would
0: be funny to be sort of like aware of that.
1: I like the idea of a of a couple getting into a fight and her being like, "You're wasted," and <laughs> him being, "I'm not." I'm not, and then her being like, "Here," and yeah. forcing him to take it, really? and dude, him being dude. like, "Okay, I guess I gotta go home." I
0: guess you're right, dude. Mm-hmm. I, there's something funny about it to me, where I'm like, "Oh yeah, dude," like I would come, I would come to that party, but I just blew a 0.12 I shouldn't be going out, dude. Like, I've
1: I've never blown into a breathalyzer. Right? I've I was thinking that. Never in like, my life have I ever done it.
0: Never have I ever. Yeah. Um. Dude, I've been eating a lot of magic spoon cereal. You have been? <laughs> surprise, I'm, surprise. I'm not
1: surprised.
0: So, dude, we got these new bowls, okay. which I'm really excited about. Yeah. And sometimes you just have a bowl that just really works for certain I, I know
1: what you mean. A good bowl is an is a underrated it's uh, great. vessel.
0: We have two size spoons. Mm-hmm. I always like a small spoon for every single dish except cereal, where I always want a big spoon. I hear you. Because it's nice to have a lot of milk. I hear you. And just throwing back some magic spoon with a perfectly sized bowl and a perfectly sized spoon. It's just really satisfying.
1: Okay. On three, I want you to do your best impression of the sound of magic spoon hitting the bowl okay. as you're pouring it in there. Okay. One, two, three. Ding, 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 yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was going to be more like a. I don't think that's even close. I think yours is better. And what that's... are you
0: dumping fucking goblins I, out I, of a bag? You're right. I just.
1: <laughs> I guess it's sort of uh, that phenomenon we talked about, about thinking you have the impression down, oh, yeah. but not actually getting it. The point is that Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Just a heads up, guys. Okay? Head on a swivel. The Honey Nut flavor has one gram of sugar. One gram. So don't you dare think that it doesn't. (laughs) Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Build your own box. Nine available flavors. Build your own custom bundle. Cocoa. Fruity, frosted peanut butter cookies and cream maple waffle blueberry muffin cinnamon roll honey nut more exciting than that magic spoon just brought back their cereal bars which were so popular no they brought they them didn't. back permanently perfectly <laughs> convenient on the go companion for your cereal uh guys go to magicspoon.com/oops uh grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code oops at checkout to save $5 off your order uh, magic spoon. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt free cereal at magicspoon.com slash oops. Use code oops, save five bucks.
0: Dude, do people ever ask you about what your preparation is for doing comedy?
1: Yeah, they ask me that a lot. Do you ever have a drink? Do you drink before?
0: Yeah, my dad said to me, Do you ever take a hit of vodka or something? I'm like, What a hit of vodka, dude? What is, this? Like, <laughs> is that the terminology? Like, that's clearly a person who's not like familiar with like drinking liquor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no one says a hit of vodka. Today.
1: That's pretty good.
0: But that's not a thing, right? You Do you have a preparation? I don't. No,
1: no. Yeah. It depends on how I'm feeling, but I won't have more than a beer before I go on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. Unless it's like our thing, in which case it's a, unless uh, yeah. it's oops, Like a loop show, yeah, yeah. I can, handle, I can
0: handle, I can handle two more than that is just like being risky. Yeah.
1: Dude, speaking of being risky, so um, we our lease ended on the car that we were, Oh, on the car that we were uh, renting, mm-hmm. and so I had to return it today. Oh wow! And you know that thing's been through some wars.
0: Did you like violate any of the like m- minimum thing or maximum things?
1: Um, mileage? No, no, oh. no, 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 no. We we none of that. But you know, doing alternate side parking. Yeah, yeah. Having it in the city, having it on the street. I mean, it's got some dings and scrapes and. Mm-hmm some bigger dings and scrapes and stuff like that. And so you have to do this thing where you get um, an outside company that they make you do come do an inspection of the car. Mm -hmm. Um, And this kid came and he arrived in a sort of souped up Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift kind of Honda. And um, instantly I was like, I feel like I could give this kid a hundred bucks and he would just be like, car looked great i really i was i really felt that way but i let him in and you know our car's in a parking garage in our building and i uh i opened the parking garage door and then he drove into the garage and parked his car and then um i knew that was the right idea because he was like you could also just bring your car onto the street but i knew the parking garage would be darker (laughs) and that he'd have a harder time sort of seeing everything you dog and uh and then uh he parked his car and he (laughs) he goes all right i'll just be 10 minutes right in other words hint hint i don't want you around while i'm doing this Mm -hmm. so i sort of walked around the corner but i'm still in the parking garage there's nobody else in the parking garage and i started kind of creeping back and I was like looking around the corner, sneaking. I was very sneaky, and I was um, hiding behind a car, like a spy movie, <laughs> and sort of peeking my head out and watching him do this, just to see. Like, is he seeing yeah. the really bad scrape on the back right fender? Yeah, yeah. Like, is he catching this? I don't know. I was just monitoring him, and then he finished, and he called me. Oh. on my phone oh no and my phone rang oh. and i was like ah, fuck <laughs> and i quickly silenced it and and then i was like oh are you done you know <laughs> like, oh, are you are you done and he was like oh you're still here and i was <laughs> oh, like no i was just coming back i uh, see how everything was going
0: <laughs> did you actually do i
1: did this i did this <laughs> and um and i was like so what'd you think <laughs> And uh he was like, You'll get an estimate tonight within twenty four hours or something. I was like, Okay. Mm, thanks a lot. Have a good one. <laughs> and uh we got the estimate and it was fine. It was not bad at all. That it was a little bit, you know, a little bit we owed. But man, they take um they take they take a measuring thing out and they measure scrapes and if it exceeds a certain amount, then it goes beyond what's considered normal wear and tear, I guess. Yeah, yeah uh and i think this kid was pretty fucking generous to us nice good uh which was amazing and then you know it showed all of the the pieces of damage and um i think this episode comes out after we will have had to uh close everything out but there was definitely something that i was really expecting to be on there and wasn't at all which just made me think he had completely missed it. <laughs> and so I drove the car to um, return it to the dealership today, and I pulled it in, and uh, I <laughs> I asked them immediately, I said, you know, is the est- estimate that they gave, is that hard and fast? Is there any chance that, um, that, you know right. maybe to they'll they'll change it based on whatever that the, and and the guy said yeah well in theory you could have gotten into an accident between the time of them inspecting it and bringing it here so we could find other things and then they said i said ah fuck okay and um then they said okay we're gonna just drive you across the street because the car needs to go to this other place where did you
0: have to go to do this
1: down into Bay Ridge. Okay. Um, and I got into the passenger side. And this guy who worked for the company, for BMW, got into the driver's side. And I'm telling you, dude, we drove no more than, I don't know, 200, 300 yards. I have never wanted to get into a car accident more in my entire <laughs> fucking life. I wanted our car to get absolutely T-boned. <laughs> By a dump truck and then get out and be like oh look at all the damage you just
0: did
1: you know i, I i'm thinking man if yeah. only he could just clip something or have a seizure you know when we're going not so fast just total the car right now please so that uh nothing that i've done will be seen aside from the far yeah. worse damage but unfortunately the guy drove like an ace and uh we pulled in and uh we'll see we'll yeah. see uh if it's gonna be higher but uh fingers are crossed for yeah sure. dude
0: i hope not it, that's always a fear that i have as everybody knows i rent cars a lot and sometimes you worry if like you did something that it's gonna like because because they, they bill you for the tolls later like there's there's sometimes like retroactive building build, billing. Mm-hmm. uh But like there have been times where I'm driving, dude, and like a pebble will fly up and I'll watch it crack the windshield on a rental car. And I'm like, fuck. So then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to make sure I get this car really dirty so that the crack isn't obvious. (laughs) Like the windshield, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's usually so teeny that it's missable. and you just pray that they don't notice, which is fucked up. But I think, I mean, with rentals and it's probably the same for the least, there's like, like you said, there's like a, uh, Length of scratch that like falls within the kind of like grace period right. of like, or not right. grace period, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that you don't get in trouble for it, but it is funny, dude.
1: On three what separate occasions of me borrowing cars from friends, I have caused damage, to
0: really. The car. All of all the times, not every time I've oh, ever borrowed a
1: car from a friend, but in three separate ways. One time, I borrowed my buddy Alex's like dis Land Rover Discovery, an old Land Rover Discovery, and I turned the key in the ignition, and the key broke in the ignition.
0: Oh my god! How do you get it out? Like a magnet?
1: You have to disassemble the whole. Oh my god! The whole ignition console. Oh my, how the fuck? And it meant re- taking. You know, we needed to have someone from the the dealership out there. It was out in Quag. Oh god! Come and do it all, and that was nuts. That's bad. another time we borrowed our friend's nice Audi Q5. Parked it in a driveway, and an acorn fell off the tree and cracked the front windshield. Stop! It. No joke.
0: Oh my, are you sure it wasn't a fucking chestnut, dude? How it might it, have been a chestnut. An acorn? No, That's I'm crazy. pretty sure. I think
1: it was. A, I think it was a, an oak tree. Wild. Are acorns on oak trees? No idea. What are? Where do acorns? What trees make acorns?
0: Not, no. It's got to be idea. oaks.
1: No. Is it multiple kinds of trees? It is oak dude. for sure. All Good right. call had to be. um okay and then a third time uh we were out in uh breckenridge colorado i borrowed my buddy's subaru who lived in denver we drove to breckenridge denver car yeah on the (laughs) way leaving the ski house that we'd rented uh it which was perched on sort of a top of a of a very steep road down to the main road our buddies drove out the 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 road had just been paved sorry plowed but it had snowed a lot and the the plow had caused the snow on the road to become sort of a hard pack almost like a a, a sheer snow that was packed down yeah like but glacier. there was no sand or anything mm-hmm. like that and i pulled out i touched the gas pedal and instantly we were sliding sure. and we slid for 13 seconds scary with no no ability to stop scary nothing to be done i mean my buddy was sitting in the passenger seat he's very demure guy and the whole time he was just going no no (laughs) no no i'm turning the wheel i'm (laughs) slamming on the brakes (sighs) trying it's just we just turned sideways and then slid sideways the whole way down and we smashed into the my my friend's car in front of us which was also a rental
0: was he sliding too?
1: No, they were stopped at the stop sign because they were waiting why at were an intersection. Why were they not sliding? And why were you sliding? Because I don't, somehow they had better tires or oh they, God. or they so, had gone even So you borrowed started.
0: your car from a friend or this was around
1: time? I borrowed our car from a friend. Jesus. So sucks. I then had to call him and let him know that his front dr- driver's side door was mangled in. Dude. Jesus. And, and he was like, all right. And fortunately our car insurance covered it, but you oh, know, nice. he, yeah. So, I don't know. Then, as a result of all of these things, my friend Alex, who's there was the ignition issue, he, after the acorn thing happened to our other friend, he was like, dude, never let Fran borrow your car.
0: <laughs> never <laughs> let him borrow your don't car. Don't make the mistake. Yeah. That's Which so is totally fair. That is classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, we're all adults here, and some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. I know on my big Tuesdays when I'm sitting there at my computer and I'm just kind of getting antsy and jittery, it's nice to throw an old Lucy pouch in the old lipperoo and just enjoy a nice, clean nicotine experience. You know what I mean? Because it's nice. Science, things developing, and there's just kind of like different methods to enjoy the things that you've always loved. Lucy Slim Pouches use the newest technology uh, for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab, none of the tobacco, all the nicotine satisfaction. Uh, They come in three strengths, four, eight, and 12 milligrams, and Lucy Slim Pouches include both coconut oil and gum base to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth, and three exclusive and delicious flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. Don't compromise when you're choosing your nicotine products. Go with the newest tobacco-free options from Lucy. Oops, the podcast listeners. Go to lucy.co and use promo code oops to get 20% off of your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co. Use promo code OOPS at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co. Be sure to use that promo code OOPS. Let's see if we got one more thing here. We're probably getting... Oh, dude, I I would like to talk about something. This is sort of like a random right turn to bring up on the pod. Mm. But your pal Jordan Peterson caused some caused a stir the other day he
1: did didn't he i i didn't even really heard about it It something about like making fun of a woman who was a plus size woman for being on the cover of a magazine or something like that yeah was that what it was and
0: and while we couldn't figure out like what was so controversial about him while we were having this conversation having not known enough about him this is just like a perfect example okay of uh let me see if i can pull up the specific thing he said so there's a picture of a plus size model who was on the uh cover of sports illustrator vogue or something yeah okay um you have it up right there ryan what did he say he said um, he goes not be-, he said not beautiful i'm sorry but blah 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 he said something else too oh yeah he goes
1: can we get the whole quote yeah. he
0: goes sorry not beautiful and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that i mean that is so obnoxious dude come on like
1: authoritarian tolerance i, I, I that's an oxymoron
0: is that have something? Is that kind of the idea that like the media shapes what we find attractive?
1: It, yeah. Well, it's, no. It's it's trying it's, to force he's us to think. Blaming woke people right. for allowing a plus size model to be on the cover of a magazine.
0: Right. The thing that so as f- first of all, dude, you're being a dick. You know Hundred percent. I mean? like, you're being a dick. Period. Secondly, you know, there's plenty of people out there who are attracted to that. I understand. I get like what he's trying to say, but that's stupid because whatever we thought was beautiful before was also a product of that to begin with. Like there's different times where different body types are trendy, right?
1: Um, yes. And, and, and beyond that beauty is completely subjective, which is what you're, you were saying at first, which is, you know, who maybe she's not beautiful to you right but that doesn't mean that the government has made the people who do think she's beautiful think that way
0: it's ridiculous or, or
1: authoritarian what i mean that's that's so it's over so the top silly yeah
0: and what a great way to like kill your credibility because you know if somebody was like this guy's this great guy blah 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 here's why you can't do that and then make and this was a tweet this wasn't taken out of context yeah this is all that was said and it's like and by the way do this chick's hot yeah like i don't know
1: yeah, she's a cover of
0: she's gorgeous the
1: model. whatever uh, what ha- didn't he then delete the tweet he or delete his, his twitter? twitter
0: he deleted twitter
1: yeah i but, mean, no, i
0: don't know man this guy getting up there giving talks and getting emotional and running around in circles and tweeting shit like that this guy's a bad apple dude i'm sorry i think he's <laughs> the tweet's still up oh, okay
1: i think he's uh i think he's kind of losing it a little to be honest with you interesting i think he's um I think he's kind of. I, I know he had a huge withdrawal from benzos.
0: Oh, really? Jesus.
1: Um, and and was kind of a little irritable. Really stru- struggled with that. I think it was like documented, and he was yeah, open poor, about how much he struggled guy. with that. That sucks. Um, and I think that it's kind of understood that he's become a little bit, uh, a
0: little bit of a gunslinger,
1: just off the rails. I guess a little loosey goosey. I don't yeah. know. And I, I, who knows if you can attribute that tweet to that but Mm -hmm. i don't know i i think that um yeah again i just don't get it i don't get him i don't get the allure um and i think that if you're coming at uh sort of intellectualism from a standpoint of hate or negativity anyway like why would why that it shouldn't attract as much of a following as it does
0: like what are you doing dude
1: uh yeah
0: and i get that like i think that part of the appeal is like giving men confidence or something it seems like i don't don't fucking know but that is just pretty nasty. yeah stupid
1: silly stupid
0: silly all right that's it sorry for the no no i'm with you dude
1: i'm absolutely (laughs) with you we're not big jordan peterson fans on oops the podcast I hate to say it uh you know, we
0: tried we were sort of, open-minded we, we, we tried <laughs> we kind of tried
1: we did try you know, we, we did. very like
0: <laughs> non-judgmentally discussed Jordan Peterson for like a half an hour once uh, yeah after you went to his thing I
1: think I was pretty negative after yes. that but I would say that I was open-minded in going to see we him we gave talk. him a fair
0: shot all right that's it oops the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah um
1: that's it we're uh oh I'm in uh, Appleton Wisconsin uh tomorrow night uh so excited for this skyline comedy club tickets at com. i'm also at uh arlington draft house washington dc area july 22nd 23rd i'm coming back i was there a year ago phenomenal place love it down there uh hope dc comes out tickets also at com. awesome
0: um me i'm in seattle july 28th uh New Orleans, August 20th. I have other cities that are coming, but I don't want to uh, blow my load too soon again uh, so that you guys aren't confused trying to find tickets that don't yet exist. Uh, But I'll see you soon, and goodbye.